in memory of Don West. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands and today is the WNR 460. It's Impact Hard to Kill 2023. It's just me, but we've got loads to catch up on. Seven episodes of Impact, Junior Tag League and of course Hard to Kill. So let's begin. Impact, December 8th. Digital exclusive John Schuyler, who has signed for Impact, lost to Crazy Steve in uh, the Rage of Pro Wrestling Guild. BTI um, with an impact with X Division champion Trey Miguel defeating Jason Hotch. After the match, Miguel defaces Hotch with green spay paint. Dina Angels a Connor appear in the dimly lit room. Dina challenges Sammy Callahan to step into the ring with Contonite and warns him to fear the evil he sees, the evil known as the design. Impact World Tag Team champions Heath and Rhino vs. Machine Guns ends in no contest when the Major Brothers attack both teams. Impact World Champ Josh Alexander tells Scott Demore he's going to handle things his way in regards to Buddy Ray's H. Anus attack on him and his wife at Overdrive. Johnny Swinger confronts Scott Demore about receiving the title shot he claims to deserve. Demore tells him that if he wins 50 matches, the title shot is all his. We've got Savannah Evans with Tasha Stills defeating Knockout World Champion Tyre Valkyrie, or Tag Champ. With Death Dolls, Moose attacks with Pindaguru in the back and tells him to deliver a message. Digital Media Champion Joe Hendry, it's time to believe in Moose. Con versus Sammy Callahan. Angels fires a distraction with a steel chair, allowing Dina to attack Callahan. Con hits a Death Valley driver to win. I think losing to Con is more shocking than him dropping the title to Tessa, but hey, peaks and valleys. World Champ Josh Alexander returns to the Impact Zone since the first time. Billy Ray's uh, attack at Overdrive. Alexander said that he's received his Impact Management's blessing to deal with it. He lays out an open challenge for the Impact World title and only wants one person to answer it, Billy Ray. He pleads if Billy loses tonight, he will still have an opportunity hard to kill. Speaking of the devil, Billy Ray appears on the screen, but said he's too busy re- relieving even Overdrive to answer his challenge tonight. Instead, Mike Bailey answers the open challenge. We have an impromptu Impact World title match. See the ball to the top of the ramp where Bailey hits Moonsault double knees into the ribs of Alexander. Back in the ring, the match is now approaching 60 minutes. Bailey picks him off the top with a Havakamana followed by the ultimate weapon. Alexander gets his foot on the bottom rope. He counts the Flamenco driver to a Styles Clash, locks in the ankle lock and then spikes him with a power drive. Then hits the C4 spike, connects with another one for good measure. Ends Bailey with Detain, the Impact World title in a grueling contest. Watch... This match is sensational. When Impact gets it right, it's bang on. December 15th, digital exclusive, Insane Wrestling Revolution. Motorcycle Machine Guns drew with Death Threat Army. Horrible cameras. It was terrible. BTI, Shearer, Raj Singh defeated Jack Price. And then on to Impact, Eddie Edwards. Edwards offers to shake the Lewis hand, but to no surprise, takes him out with a die-hard driver. He continues assault. When Yuya Moore attempts to make the save, Edward sends him to the outside for trying to rip off the mask. Out of nowhere, Jonathan Gresham makes his shocking 
Impact returns and sends him up the ramp. In an interview with GMN, Jonathan Gresham says he's returned to Impact because he's unfinished business with Eddie Edwards. Not that no one else wants him. He always announced he signed a contract with Billy Ray, defeated John Skyler. Afterwards, Tommy Dreamer confronts Bully and tells him that the friendship is over. Dreamer says that hard to kill Bully is going to get what he deserves and the battle's a vengeful Josh Alexander. Bully calls Dreamer a jealous cow because he's been the biggest star in every company they've ever been. He admits taking out Ace Austin in the parking lot a few months ago. It was him and Dreamer... Um, that he used Dreamer to get work. Dreamer's fired up emotionally. He challenged Bully to right here, right now. But Bully exits the ring as Dreamer stares him down. We saw backstage altercation. That's all Decay scare off the major players. Uh, Decay are making their entrance. Exhibition champ Train Miguel blindsides Steve and tags him with a straight spray paint. Steve fights for the paint and the match is on, but... Not that successful as the Major Brothers did get the victory. Scott Demore presides over the contract signing for the Knockouts World Championship. Jordan Grace James in a title versus career match are hard to kill. Demore reminds James that she has become a new Knockouts World Champ or she will retire from pro wrestling. Grace quickly signs the contract and James takes that as a sign. She's giving James a chance. James promises to have yet another career to find a moment of hard to kill when she defeats Grace. Tash Stills and Savannah Evans dropped. It still reminds us James has never defeated her. Still says last radio is not complete without her. Grace tries to turn down the match on behalf of James, but only runs her up. Demore intervenes and makes a tag match pitting Grace and James against Stills and Evans next week. G Miller interviews Mike Bailey after he was attacked by Kenny King following his incredible match with Josh Alexander last week. Bailey says he'd happily give King another match, but he's not going to play games, so no connect for Sam McCallaghan defeated Angels. After the match, Callahan stares down Dina, but gets blindsided by Con. Dina watches on as Angel gains a measure of revenge with a spin kick. Giselle Shaw wants to band back together, but Diona Prazzo blames her for ruining the career of her best friend Chelsea Green. Shaw reminds Prazzo that she has a rematch for the Knockouts World Tag Titles, but she needs a partner. Prazzo progrudgingly accepts and appears Shaw and Prazzo will join forces again. Without darkness, there's no light. Without conflict, there's no victory. From the disillusionment emerges. Did you meet the champion Joe Hendry and Papinja Gura versus Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice? Cool Swinger is on a quest for 50 wins. Uh, Hendry evades an attack from Moose out of nowhere. Back in the ring, Gura takes a Swinger with a gargoyle school, a spear. Sorry, Skyler and Hotch look to take their careers to the next level by forming a team. Speaking of tag teams, the Impact World Tag Team Champions Heath and Rhino versus Motorcycle Machine Guns, and of course, major players are. Bud from ringside. Heath tags in Rhino, but Ritley, Rhino quickly knocks Saban off the apron before Shelley can make the tag. Shelley uses quickness to evade the incoming assault, make the tag to Saban. Shelley hits an assist to Lady DT to Heath. Moments later, Heath sends Saban climb to his own partner. Rhino hits Saban with a gore for a very close near fall. Saban counters another gore into a pin for free. Your new Impact Tag Team Champions. Motorship. Yes. Uh, December 22nd, digital exclusive. you got Steve Macklin, one called Manders, Crash Jackson and Mance Warner. BTI, which is the new side of Taylor Wilde. Say hello to the Wilde Witch. She beat uh, Kylie King. On to impact the free bird rules in effect. It's Jessica and Rosemary represent the Death Dolls in a knockout world tag team title defence against Yellow Prazzo and Giselle Shaw. Death Dolls send Prazzo and Shaw send, crashing into each other. Rosemary then spears Shaw as Jessica pins her to retain. And following their loss, Diana Prazzo and Giselle Shaw vow to never again 
Least give throughout so something to do for hard to kill. Mickey Jane approaches Jordan Grace and tells she needs to be the one to defeat Tasha Stills tonight. Grace says that her job is to make sure she gets the job done. That James makes it title versus career match at hard to kill. Sam McCallan's in the ring to adjust his recent issues with the design. He admits he's been losing battle ever since he took care of her at Young. He calls on to finish this once and for all. Dina leads Conan Angels down the ramp as Dina calls Callahan sick for mutilating his body in exchange for the admiration of the fans. Callahan feels that he's not here to fight. He's here to join us. Dina turns down his offer and attacks him. Conan Angels hold Callahan while Dina drives his finger into his eyes. He takes him out with vicious DDT as a design stand. Tool. Yuri Mora lost to Mike Bailey in a really good match. I mean, what else from Impact's wrestler of the year? Afterwards, Kelly King continues to play mind games with Bailey, suggesting for Mexico City. He claims people doesn't deserve to be in his presence. New Impact World Tag Team Champions Motor City Machine Guns Vulu defend the title in a four-way elimination match are hard to kill. Their opponents, Heath and Rhino, the Major Brothers, and the Bullet Club duo of Ace Austin and Chris Fay. But first, Chris Saban will go one-on-one with Matt Cardona in two weeks. John Skyler and Jason Hodge versus Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. Match never got underway as Billy Ray charges toward the ring and takes out both Skyler and Hodge. He zip-ties Hodge to the ropes when Josh Alexander makes a save. But then, disaster strikes as Hodge and Skyler attack Alexander. Yes, they were in cahoots with Bully. Alexander's now zip-tied. Tommy Dreamer attempts to even the odds, but he gets swarmed and Buddy spikes him with a power driver. Dreamer's trapped beneath the ladder as Buddy assaults him with a steel chair. Skyler and Hotch force him. Back to Scott Mortels, Alexander and Dreamer is on his way to the hospital. Luckily, he's going to be okay. Alexander regrets acting cold towards Dreamer earlier. Fired up walking weapon is determined to beat Buddy. What is no suggest, let's have a full metal mayhem match. Tamor says that Alexander needs to bring his hate, anger and violence to Hard to Kill because Full Battle Mayhem is official, but until then he's sending them both home. Steve Macklin versus Rich Von ends in a count out. After the match, puts his hands on the ref and assaults member of the security team. Swarm against his composure and the fight is on. He launches himself off the apron of both Macklin and this. We then see Alicia give her husband Eddie Edwards a pep talk. Head of a match with Jonathan Gresham at Hard to Kill. She tells him he needs to defeat Gresham in order to put his past behind him once and for all. In the main event, Knockouts World Champion Jordan Grace, Mickey James versus Stills and Evans. James hesitates to take in Grace and Evans to knock her off the apron. Evans is driven shoulder first in a steel ring post and James stalls from the top rope with a fez press. But Stills breaks the pin. Evans almost ends the career. Mickey James following a belly-to-back suplex. But this time it's Grace who breaks it up. She plants Stills in a muscle buster for free. After the bell, Grace and James exchange words in the middle of the ring. Tensions escalate, leading to a mick kick from James. She exits the ring as Grace stares her down as Impact goes off the air. I mean, that's it for Impact. I mean, what better way to end the bookend of women's division, you know? But for a break at Christmas, I used Impact Plus, uh, Plus to watch Ace Austin and Chris Bay in New Japan's Tag League. This is how it works. Match 1, the 21st of November versus Titan and Bushy. My Bullet Club boys just had too much for them. The R of Finesse got the job done. Some great tag team work from the Bullet Club. 1, Neil up on the 23rd November. Match 2 versus Yushinobu Kanemura and Duki. Japanese commentary. I didn't mind. I'm sure I started understanding, actually. Ace for the fold to go 2 and 0 in a good match. Match 3, 25th November. Versus Dick Togo. Yes, 
that one and show who used to sing with yo uh the criminal house of torture i think the only thing i might get bored with is the bullet club theme and hearing it 18 times of course if they win Bullet club with the faces in this one nice comeback the art of finesse uh combo got the fold combo so we got the win Third straight victory on six points. Match four, 27th of November versus Clark Connors and Rizuki Taguchi. Taguchi has buns. But Bullet Club boys got the job done. Sitting in the press of 4-0 with eight points. We're quickly seeing the favourites halfway through the tournament in a fun match. Match five, 28th of November. I spoke about Show earlier. Here's Yo, who's doing with the extremely unlikable Leo Rush. Taking on my boys. Uh, much like England at major tournaments, I think we got carried away. Rush and Yo won. Leo pinned Bay after a frog splash. So we got record of 4 and 1 and 8 points. We're now embroiled in a 5 way tie for first place. Match 6, which was the 2nd of December versus Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask. Ace with a fold to win, which is a good way to bounce back. Match 7, uh, 4th of December versus Kushida and Kevin Knight. This Kushida. I mean, what chance do they actually have? They fought for the crowd, which we haven't seen in a while. This was good. I want to see Kushida face both uh, in singles action. Credit tonight, but he got caught with finesse into the fold. And this victory makes the Bullet Club a sole team in first place for a record of 6-1 and one and 12 points. Match 8, uh, 7th of December versus Ace's former partner, Alex Zane and L. Linderman. Bullet Club had it in their hands, but too much fucking about let the faces get a double pin on Ace. They lost Caesar's sole possession of first place slip, putting them in a five-way tie with 12 points. Austin and Bay's tournament record now sits at 6-2. At I did switch over to New Japan World to watch this in English. Match 9, uh, the 10th of December versus United Empire and the champs, TJP and Francisco Akira. I don't know why the champs compete. Do uh, We have a five-way tie low, so Bullet Club need to win this to have a chance, and luckily they did with Bay with a cradle driver on Akira. Really good match. Unfortunately, they come up short in the final versus Yo and Leo Rush. I know, I didn't like him for a reason. Uh, we see digital exclusive on December 27th, which was Trey Miguel versus Jason Hodge versus Tommy Vendetta. Horrible wrestling in IWR in OK match. BTI December 29th, Delirious and Uramore versus Hodge and Skyler. And as of January 4th, because of course it was a highlight segment on Impact, Josh Alexander officially made history as the longest reigning Impact World Champion at 257 days and counting, obviously. The record was previously held by Bobby Roode, who had two, uh, held the title for 256 days from 2011 into 2012. Other lengthy title reigns include Asia Styles at 211 days, Johnny Impact at 196, and Sting at 9. Uh, January 5th then, digital exclusive, Iowa Death Match from Wrestling Revolver, Ali Catch versus Jessica, Funk Amadula would be proud. BTI Giselle Shaw defeated Kylene King. And before they compete in a four-way normal contention match, a hard-to-kill, Master Slamovich and Taylor Wilde go one-on-one with Diana Pratsy joining the commentary. Slamovich is perhaps at ringside, and that gives Wilde the opportunity to capitalise, rolling her up for free. After the match, Slamovich assaults the member of security, delivering a foul, but I am surprised Masha lost. Black Taurus defeated Anthony Green. As Green is exiting the impact zone, he's blindsided by Trey Miguel, who tags him with spray paint. Kenny King invades Mike Bailey's Montreal Dojo and visually attacks his students. 
Mike Bailey's furious observing King's action the challenge into a pit fight. There's nothing like a fight pit. The ring have no ropes and the only way to win is knockout or submission. Jonathan Gresham defeated Ernest R. Anthony. Giselle Shaw offers her service. And Svannah Evans achieved their goal, defeating the knockouts while taking champions of Death Dolls. Dean agrees to step Sonny Cannon to the ranks, but he must allow him to shave his head. Moves in the ring to address the upcoming digital media title match against Joe Hendry. He claims that Hendry actually owns the locker room after driving impact. Moose says that Hendry has never faced adversity until now. He declares a victory and vows to wipe the smile off Hendry's face. He calls out Hendry for fight. He appears on the stage and shows off a new entrance for Moose, which pokes fun at his shortcomings. I really like this. Please let Joe Hendry win. Let's not forget, I believe in Joe Hendry. Mickey James sits down for an emotional career retrospective. She prepares to challenge Jordan Graves in a total versus career match. We see Impact Wrestling stars of past and present pay tribute to Don West. And then Chris Sabin defeated Matt Cardona. Impact Vice President Scott Demore sent home both Alexander and Bully Ray. But Bully is here, calls out Alexander for a fight. Demore comes out instead and criticises Bully for not following his instruction. Talks about rewriting his own story in professional wrestling and wanting to give Bully the same opportunity. But unfortunately... Bully has proven once again he cannot be trusted as alienated everyone in his life who's ever unlike Alexander, who is respected and adored by Lunda fans and his family. Tension explodes as Demore strikes Bully down to the mat, but then the god good hands blindside Demore, holding back, calls Hotch and Skylar, with Bully doing a sick and power bomb to Scott Demore through a table. Good stuff that was. Demore is written off. For a little while now. The 12th. To go home for hard to kill. Duke exclusive was Alexander vs. Fatu from Flair's last match. Which has been added to Impact Plus. I'm working on a very special pod with Multiverse. And hopefully we'll cover that in full. I'll keep you posted on it. And it will feature the biggest review of Strong Ever. If you thought six months of Impact last year was big. You ain't seen. Anyway, BTI, Raj Singh and Shearer defeat Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. And then Josh Matthews starts a digital face-to-face between Josh Alexander and Bully Way 24 hours before their match. Alexander admits Bully's in his head and Bully violated the stay-at-home order, putting Scott DeMore through a table. Bully criticised Alexander for falling to his trap and allowing the Impact World title match to be contested under full metal mayhem. A stipulation Bully invented, invented <laughs> and declares victory as Matthew signs off. Heath defeated Brian Myers. Following a success in the Japan Super Junior Tag League, just heard, Ace Austin and Chris Bay set their sights on the Impact World Tag Titles. Taya Valkyrie's been attacked backstage by a Death Dolls opponent. Tash Steele's fan of Evans, Jill Shaw. Valkyrie tells Rosemary Jessica not to worry about her as Rosemary has a match with Evans up next. And these fan of Evans defeating Rosemary. Afterwards, still Evans and Shaw Videl lay out Rosemary and Jessica with four and two assault. Taylor Wise says she will rise the knockout some contender match hard to kill opposing her will be Masvanovich, Jana Pratso and Killer Kelly. So at least we're getting something there. Callahan's vowed to design, to join the design, but in order to do so, he must go through the initiation process with shaving his head. Dina says that Callahan's making the right choice, but you should know one thing: this process is going to be a long, difficult, and violent. Callahan sits down as Angel begins to cut his hair. 
Dina tells Callahan he doesn't need to cater to the fans any longer because he don't care about it. Dina grabs the clippers, but Callahan stops him and shaves his head off. Dina announces the death of the death machine and the birth of Callahan. Just like Orton with the Wyatt, say. After Scott Demore is brutally attacked, Gal Kim announces we a temporary replacement at Hard to Kill. Mike Bailey defeated Anthony Green. Eddie Edwards, Moose, Steve Macklin versus Jonathan Gresham, Joe Hendry and Rich Swan. Moose hits Gresham with a strong Irish whip into the corner. Now it's Gresham who breaks free and tags in Hendry, who puts in strength for display as he hits a trust for Macklin. It's total chaos. Everyone gets a piece of the action. Moose blindsides Hendry with a spear to score the victory. Afterwards, Edwards celebrating the ring with the sounds of thunder and lightning and echo through the impact zone. Fun main event, but PCO is on his way. So we move on then, January 13th, Hard to Kill 2023. In the kickoff, Angels versus Yuri Moore versus Delirious versus Mike Jackson versus Mike Bailey versus Kushida. It's every man for himself in an exhibition scramble match. Bailey hits Yuri Moore with his signature running kick in the corner. Bailey's perched on the top when Kenny King gets involved and sends him crashes to the floor. Kushida locks in the arm on Angels win. By submission, the hoverboard look, of course. Great to see Kushida. Mike Jackson, 73. Fair play. Fun multi-man match. Impact do it as well as about anybody. 3.95 out of 5. X-Division champion, Trey Miguel versus Black Toulouse. For the X-Division championship, Miguel soars with meter roar, but it's not enough to keep Taurus down. Taurus press slams him all the way from the top. But this time it's Miguel who kicks out just in time. Miguel hits lightning spiral, but the referee catches him with his feet on the ropes. Miguel blinds him with a spray paint, then connects with another lightning spiral to win. See, Trey bounced around a little bit, but managed to get the victory, like both of these guys. And it was a fun match, four out of five. On to the main show, and Hard to Kill begins with a 10-bell salute to the final voice of Impact Wrestling. Then we get the Impact World Championship on the line, Josh Alexander versus Buddy Ray, full metal mayhem. Buddy blindsides Alexander with still chains making his entrance. Josh is busted open. The match hasn't even begun. The bell rings and Buddy immediately powerbombs him through a table for a very close near fall. Alexander delivers a strong right hand and hits Buddy over the head with a cheese grater. He empties his bag of thumbtacks on the mat, but Buddy immediately retreats up the ramp. Alexander continues punishment with a series of steel chair shots across the back, which sounded wicked. Alexander climbs to the top of the ladder, but Buddy tips it over, sending him to crash it into the thumbtacks. Amazing. Literally backwards bump as well. Got fired up, did Josh, as he came back with a rolling centre, followed by a steel chain knee strike. He locked in the ankle lock, wraps the chain round Buddy's neck, but the good hands hit the ring and assist Buddy with 3D into the thumbtacks. Somehow, someway, Alexander kicks out a two. Jason Hotch and John Skyler zip tie Alexander with the ropes, but Tommy Dreamer makes the save. Dreamer hits Buddy with a trash can, but Buddy makes him pay with a spear through the table. Then he refocuses on Alexander, resentlessly hitting him in the head. Alexander's wife, Jen, comes to his aid and begs Buddy to stop. Jen delivers a low blow to Buddy, followed by an astonishing slice spread out the corner. Alexander launches himself off the top of the ladder, sending Buddy through the table with a massive splash. Buddy kicks out, though. Uh, and Alexander immediately locks in the ankle lock to win by submission. Do you know what? Bully's done all right since Bound for Glory. Hopefully, that is it now. This is exactly what it should be. Alexander took a fantastic bump off the ladder onto Tax. Uh, Tom Hannigan on commentary challenging JR. Uh, one thing would change would it be still chained in ankle lock combo would be the finish. Out. But four and a half. 
Impact Legends Tara and Raven wish Mickey James good luck in a high stakes title versus career main event. Impact World Tag Team Champions Motor City Machine Guns versus Major Players versus Heath and Rhino versus Asos and the Chris Bay in a four way elimination match for the Impact titles. Rhino hits Cardona with belly but Miles breaks the pin. Cardona rolls up Rhino to eliminate his team from the match. Bay is on fire until Miles provides a distraction from the apron, giving Cardona the opportunity to take control with back suplex. Cardona hits a series of pinpoint net breakers on Bay. Austin brings the fight to Miles on the apron, followed by a springboard dropkick in the centre of the ring. Miles inadvertently clotheslines his own partner, allowing Bay to take both of them out with breathtaking offence. Bay hits Miles with the art of finesse, followed by the foal from Austin. For the illumination, that was a big pin. The guns hit Bay with magic killer, but Austin breaks up. Major players attack Bay and Austin after being eliminated. Same and drives through the ropes, collide like a donut on the floor. The guns put Bay away with a dirt bomb to remain impact when champions. Bay and Ace are money. Heath and Rhino aren't worth the money. Good match, though. Uh, I would give that a four and a quarter out of five. Frankie Zeri makes his shocking return, announced he signed a long-time contract. And then Digital Media Champion Joe Hendry versus Moose for the Digital Media Championship. Hendry gets on the mic for the opening bell, but Moose slaps it out of his hands to jumpstart the action. Hendry hits an impressive vertical suplex, but Moose jumps right back on his feet. Hendry puts his strength for display. Once again, he connects with a walking suplex round the ring. Moose shuts down the momentum with a delayed running drop kick and remains in control as he whips Hendry into the turnbuckles. Moose slaps him in the face, but only fires up Hendry, who launches Moose over the top to the floor and spikes him with a cutter for two. The selling for Moose on the cutter was excellent. There was a big bump to the outside as well. Moose comes back with a sky high, but now it's Hendry who kicks out. Moose hits a fungus superplex. Both men exchange shots in the middle. Hendry counts his spear into a roll-up. Still can't get the job done. Moose counters the stand elevation to a pair of side slam. Moose uses the digital media titles distraction, allowing him to deliver a low blow to Hendry, hitting the spear and to steal the victory. Also, we think because Santina Morello arrives as Impact Wrestling's new director of authority, announced that his match will be started. Hendry connects with a stand elevation to retain the digital media title. Can I just say, two of the greatest entrances in wrestling at this moment in time. Moose is just brilliant with, with what he's got. And, of course, Joe Hendry singing his own way. Great signing, Joe was. These two men really meshed. And it was two big meaty mapping meat. Four and a quarter out of five for that. Uh, and as for Santino's name, this was interesting. Uh, we saw Santino discuss his decision to join Impact. Speaking on the Dan Van Olken show, presented by Fight Bananas. I was looking for 2023, not this early, but to get back out there and do something. Scott Damore has a habit. When he gets former W guys, he goes and checks the trademarks. He found out in 2021, W did not renew the Santa Marilla. Scott jumped on it, and Impact Wrestling now owns the trademark. And they keep saying, whoa, how is he able to use that? It's almost like it's bigger news. And to be fair, it is. After costing Mark Bailey his match on Countdown to Hard to Kill earlier tonight, Kenny King declares victory in Fight Pit in our final Impact. Deanna Prazzo versus Master Slamovich versus Taylor Wilde versus Killer Kelly for the Knockouts World Total Normal Contendership is next. Prazzo hits a sliding drop get into Kelly, and Slamovich is at so with a crossbody from the top rope to the floor. Slamovich is next to fly. She collides with everyone on the outside. Perhaps it knocks Wild off the apron, sending her crashing into the steel guardrail. It hits the standing moonsault on Slamovich, but Kelly breaks it up. 
Both Prats and Wilde have a submission locked on Kelly, but they turn their attention towards each other. Prats almost puts Wilde away with a thunderous powerbomb and counters the killer clutch into the Fujiwa armbar. Wilde breaks the mission, allowing Kelly to transition into the killer clutch. Slamovich hits a snowplow on Wilde and win by pinfall. Look, I don't mind Masha winning, but after two matches versus Grace, made you think Mickey might win this main event. And there's too many evil death characters in Impact as well. Will Deanna be happy to stay in Impact? She is a few levels above these women. This was a fun match with a nice looking finish though, 4 out of 5. Rich Ron versus Steve Macklin, a Fools Count Anywhere match in Atlanta. Raven joins uh, Tom and of course the Drama King on commentary. Blindside's Rich Swan has been interviewed by Gene Miller in the back and they brawl in the parking lot and onto the street where Swan hits a cutter on the sidewalk with a close call, call with a car leaving centre stage but that doesn't stop these two. Matlin spears him through multiple steward guardrails and they fight their way back into the impact zone as Matlin assaults him with a steel chair. Swan is caught in the crosshairs but it's not enough to keep him down. Swan turns the tide with a cut on the floor, chokes Matlin with a camera cord. Matlin hits a back body drop sending Swan to the ramp. Swan leads off the ramp with a frog splash to the outside and Matlin once again in control following a thudding powerbomb. Matlin spikes Swan with a KIA to the victory. Do you know what? This was completely different to what I've good stuff. Macklin has proven himself and he will get the match with Josh maybe at Rebellion 4 out of 5 here. Eddie Edwards versus Jonathan Gresham next with Gresham gaining the early advantage with a slingshot crossbody over the top to the floor. Edwards shuts down his to belly suplex. Gresham gets target left elbow of Edwards. Moments later, Edwards comes back with a draping net breaker. Gresham leaps to his feet and hits an screw to the back of the head. He rolls up Edwards for a two count, but Middy follows up with a tilt a well bulldog. Gresham connects with a standing moonsault for two, but Edwards hits a thunderous blue thunder bomb for a close near fall. Gresham counters the backpack stunner, but then will hit a springboard moonsault instead. Gresham dives for the ropes, taking out Edwards on the floor. Gresham locks in a sleeper on the top rope, but Edwards hits him jaw first into the town buckle. Edwards turns him inside out with a clothesline, followed up with tie driver. It isn't enough, but he connects with a Boston E party to win. I mean, I'm not that into Eddie, and the time they put into him as well. But a mismatch was fine, but could have been done on impact. Only reason it wasn't, well, this was maybe better to be expected, but afterwards, thunder and lightning echo through centre stage as PCO appears in the ring. He attacks Edwards with a shovel that Edwards used to bury him in Las Vegas, spitting out sand. He led Eddie with a choke slam and stands tall. Ladies and gentlemen, impacts Undertaker for a quarter uh, for the match. And then we know our next impact paper will be Rebellion live April 16th. So now it's time for the main event. Knockouts World Champion Jordan Grace versus Mickey James in a title versus career match. A great entrance by Mickey. American descendants and of course talking about her heritage as well. Fantastic stuff to start the show. Both knockouts exchange slaps in the middle of the ring with Grace gaining the upper hand. No surprise, really. Grace puts her physicality on display. She hits a double foot stomp in the corner and stands on her opponent. She charges in the corner, but James avoids the incoming assault and follows up with a top right bulldog. She manages to create some much-needed separation, giving her opportunity to regain her composure. James hits his signs, finally get Grace off her feet. James launches herself on the top rope, driving Grace into the ramp with a Fez press, but she isn't secure, able to secure the Mick DT. She instead locks in the guillotine attempt. Grace fights out of it, hits the delayed vertical suplex, followed by a jackhammer and a great near fall. James connects with a hover come on out of the corner, follows up with a flapjack. 
with Mickey in control, she hits a seated senton, but Grace comes back with a big spine buster. James counters the pile driver, twisting leg scissor, but it's not enough. Near full after near full, neither knockout can put the other one away. James hits a Mick kick, followed by the Mick DT, but somehow Grace kicks out. Grace locks in a sleeper. James won't fail. It did look like she might have tapped. I don't know if she was just reaching for the arm. Obviously, it wasn't meant to tap, unless they're going to play on it a little bit later. Uh, James managing to get out of it, sending Grace into a steel ring post, spiking Grace with a tornado DDT, and your new knockouts world champion, keeping her career alive, Mickey James. Great main event. I like it. It looked like Mickey James tapped, and maybe it like a bigger move to end Grace's career rather than a tornado DDT. But hey, still good stuff. Four and three quarters out of five. A good show overall. You know, MVP, obviously, Mickey James. This was all about her. Some people got a problem with that. I haven't because we know now when she loses the title, that will be it. So what rub that can be. Even Natasha Steele's story there as well. A match made again, the women coming through and rating eight and three quarters out of five. All right, on to the last impact then. Digital exclusive. Zell Shaw, Tash Stills, Van Evans beating the Death Dolls. Uh, I will say JL Saul will be fighting for the Knockouts title before too long as well. We see the design, Conan Angels defeating Yuri Mora and Delirious. Afterwards, Dina calls out Callahan, demands he makes the right choice to take out Delirious. And he does, and spikes Delirious with a cactus driver 97. Uh, we see tonight's episodes in memory of Jamin Pugh, also known to wrestling fans, Briscoe. We will talk more about that on the AEW show coming midweek. We see new Knockouts World Champion Mickey James kicks off the show. Uh, she's in the ring. Thanks for support. And But then the man who failed to capture the Impact World title, Bully, interrupts, tells her to leave, and Mickey stands her ground. Uh, Bully calls himself the true main event of Hard to Kill and credit himself for selling out centre stage. Josh Alexander would be nobody. Mickey fires back saying if Bully wants her out of the ring, she need, he needs to make her leave. Stills and Evans are out next as Stills reminds Mickey she can't beat her. Evans clobbers Mickey leading to a 2 one beatdown. Here comes Frank Azarian and Jordan Grace to even the odds. And then Santina Morello is about to make a match. When Ernest the Cat Miller arrives, Miller gives Miller some advice leading to a huge bout to kick off Impact. What the fuck is Miller doing? It didn't work in a dark It is not needed now. We do not need Ernest the Cat. So we do get, though, Mickey James, Jordan Grace, Frank Kisarian, defeating Tash Steele, Savannah Evers, and Bully Ray. Great moment with Grace picking up Bully as well. Then we see Massa Slavich issue a death warrant to Mickey James afterwards. And Santa Marino firms Ernest the Cat. Of his new match concept, the Golden Six Shooter. Six former Impact World Champions will collide. So, who will challenge Josh Alexander and No Surrender? It could be Chris Saban, who's one half of Tag Team Champions. Eddie Edwards, who's got a PCO problem. Rhino, please don't. Rich One, who just lost to Steve Macklin. Moose, who just lost to Joy Hendry. Or Callahan. They'll probably go Callahan, won't they? Uh, Macklin confronts Morella for putting Rich One in the Golden Six after he defeated him at Hard to Kill. Rella asks Dirty Dangle for advice as Dangle wants to step in the ring with Macklin tonight. Deanna Pratt's defeated Ashley Del Ambrose. Uh, Gene Miller attempts to interview PCO following his shock return and a none hit PCO scares her away. Exhibition champion Trey Miguel gives Ashley Dembrose advice on how she can prove in the ring. Argument breaks out as Mike Jackson comes to the fence and 73-year-old Jackson vows to teach Miguel a lesson in respect when he challenges him for his X-Division title and that will be on the next time we check in with Impact. Keller Kelly defeated Taylor Wilde with a killer clutch. 
50-50 book in there. Steve Macklin defeated Dirty Dan. Gene Miller interviews the major brothers and uh, major players. Sorry, Miller reveals the upcoming match base lost in Chris Bay. Moose interrupts and reminds both Matt Cardona and Myers of the past issue with Joe Hendry. As the original champion of the internet, Cardona vows to reclaim the digital media tire after taking care of the Bullet Club. We then see Tommy Dreamer interviewed by Dave LaGreca talking about his problems with Busted Open. Dreamer says he may lose a match but never lose a war. And he's about to go with... I mean, we can't wait. Bully Ray versus Dreamer match. That's just... And our last match, pit fight. Don't say fight pit. Kenny King versus Mike Bailey. No pinfalls, no disqualification, no ropes. The only way to win is knockout or submission. King dumps Bailey to the outside, tossing the steel ring steps. King drops him face first onto the ramp. Here's a pinpoint knee strike to the head. Bailey is busted open as King continues to assault. But King remains in a vicious dragon screw leg whip. Bailey counters with a Sparta kick as King tumbles to the floor. Bailey quickens the pace, laying in a flurry of kicks for locking an arm bar. King breaks the hole with a big power bomb and launches himself off the apron, connecting with a blockbuster. Mike Chain charges into the corner, but King sidesteps, causing him to kick the steel post with full force. King skewers the figure four leg lock, but Bailey reverses the pressure to roll to the outside. Bailey gets a running start from the top rope. That explosive drop kick, top ramp, ramp. Bailey climbs to the top of the ring post and soars with a corkscrew on the floor. Bailey goes for the weapon, but King cuts him off with a mid-air knee strike. King hits a spine bust on the side of the ring and locks it in submission. Bailey busted wide open, breaks with a steel chair shot and hits double knees to the chest. Bailey places a steel chair over King's head, delivers one final super kick to win by knockout. Good main event, this. Uh, faults on impact this month. I mean, Hard to Kill was good. I enjoyed it. I like the fact the women are showing how strong they are. We're going to get Master Slamovich versus Mickey James coming up. Obviously, they're building Steve Macklin as well. Be interested to see where they go with the Callahan situation. Tag division with Bay and Austin in control versus Motor City Machine Guns. I'll be happy about that. Women's division will be alright for a few months. It's just literally just like the who can challenge Josh Alexander now, you know. And this is going to be interesting. Steve Macklin versus Alexander for me is interesting. But will that make money? Will we see anybody else return? Has Kazarian signed the contract to get another chance? Um, like I said, division at this moment of impact looks good. But too much reliance on people like Santina Morella and Ernest Cat Miller and Heath and Rhino, let's kind of build this up now as well. Trey Miguel will need some challenges for division champion. But all in all, it's in quite a good place. So that's it for now. So we'll catch up with him back next month for No Surrender. But don't forget, of course, for all social media, Twitter at the WNR Podcast, I'm at the WNRJ. You can find the entire WNR team on the Twitter banner. WNR also Facebook and Instagram, of course, all the platforms. Send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com and YouTube WNR Podcast. We have latest clips. Podcasts got the same time on YouTube to do SoundCloud on your phone. Also, Spotify and iTunes. Great and review there. So that's it. Next episode, well, this is the start now. So this is me just beginning, because obviously we're bringing you impact today, but midweek we should have AEW Roundup, because people don't understand what Prelude was, so I'm going to change it to AEW Roundup now. We'll be catching anything there since, I think, New Year's Smash. Uh, and of course then we will have the Royal Rumble Live show next Saturday. Of course, Monty won't be there, but Jackson and Eugenia will be doing 
games and of course predictions catching up raw and smackdown and then after that nxt update and of course vengeance day which will be down uh around i think what the start of february then towards the end of february as well battle in the valley catching up with new japan so lots of stuff on the WNR podcast but hope you've enjoyed today and if not like we said there's plenty more to listen to in the coming weeks until then i've been jay's rollins thanks to the symphony and bye